Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say can Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. How are you guys tonight? I think I already know the answer to that question. For the majority of you who listen to my show, <laughs> uh, these are crazy times we're living in, to be sure. They're also very exciting times. They're faith-building times. Uh, many people are not going to make it through this time. Uh, not every day you hear someone start their show out with that, but, you know, I've never been much of a peacekeeper. I'm definitely more of a peacemaker, uh, which means that I have to take a lot of risk in my life. And the beginning of that risk uh, begins and ends in relationships. If you know anything about peacemaking, you know that it's going to cost you. Right? It can. If you see the truth of something, which according to the Greek definition of truth is reality. If you know the reality of something in in a day and age when truth is completely subjective and we act as though this is the first time in history this has ever been the case, and it's not, nor will it be the last. But we think we live in a time where truth is entirely subjective. But truth never changes. Truth is never wavering. Truth is your true north. And truth is predicated upon reality. And I would submit to you that we have been entertained literally to death. When we look around and we ask ourselves how, how, ourselves how we've gotten here, right? And we're very quick to cast stones at uh, congressmen and women, senators, uh, past presidencies, current regimes, past regimes, um, you know, world, just super foul, filthy, vile uh, families, uh, who enslave humans throughout the past couple of hundred years, as well as now, uh, and we act as though slavery is new, and it's not, and not excusing it just or diminishing. I'm saying that we should probably stop using terms like trafficked, because what it is is slavery, right? So that's truth. That's reality. The reality is that it's slavery. The watered-down version of slavery is called trafficking. The watered-down version of, of ballot theft, felonious activities, is called ballot trafficking now, right? Because they took it from one location and trafficked it over to another. Or they picked up fake ballots and put in, uh, you know, and, and littered 
uh, drop boxes that are already illegal in the state of Georgia and others uh, and, and papered an election, right? And we call that trafficking, right? It's actually fraud. So I think it's pretty much high time that we get back to calling things as they are. And see, as a church member, I can tell you that we've gone way off the deep end with utilizing the word sin. And the world has been extraordinarily effective at scaring the church into submission. Because that's what the world does, and that's what the world will always do. Because that's what the world has done from the beginning. Did God really say you couldn't eat it or even touch it or smell it or lick it or look at it? Nothing? Really? Is that really what he said? Why do you think that is? Just that little bit of doubt. Oh, he must be holding something back. Mm. About that. Well, actually, that's not the narrative. That wasn't the truth of what God said the reality was. Do not eat of this fruit. And Eve added to the narrative and in the you know, the serpent beguiled her and ran down the field with it and here we are. And all of us think that this is, you know, some new phenomena that we're that we're encountering here in America and it's nothing new according to the world system. It's just that we are actually um being taken captive. <laughs> By a number of forces. And we and we already have, and, and the sad part of it is that we've been captive for a number of years, but no one wanted to face reality, a.k.a. the truth. <clears throat> Excuse me. And truth speakers are, wow, um, I don't even know how to describe what it is to be tasked with speaking reality. It's lonely. It's dangerous. It is frustrating. Um, it is alienating. It can cause abandonment and rejection. Uh, it can cause you to have far more enemies than friends. Not even frenemies. Right? Like you cannot be risk averse and be a truth speaker. Like you just can't because there's too much risk involved, usually regarding relationships. And now, my gosh, it involves even your own freedom. And the whole system has been set up to lull us into this entertained um, beguilement, right? And so when others are like, no, 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 here's what's really going on. No, this really is real. Right, our propensity because we are pleasure pain creatures, right? In our in our lower nature, in our flesh, in our bestial nature, we are always going to seek pleasure or pain. I mean, avoid pain. Well, some of you are. <laughs> Again, the freaky deaky ones of you out there, you know, the Fifty Shades of Cray folks. No shame. I'm just saying it's real, and you know it. So there. But all that to say. We're always going to attempt to avoid pain and seek pleasure. And so when the truth hurts, but we know what we see with our eyes. We know our borders are being overrun. We know we're being invaded deliberately. We know our government is out of control. We know No one is abiding by the Constitution. We know our military has been left bankrupt. 
we know the tide is turning on us as the people. We see it. We know that there's no federal law against uh, not wearing a mask on an on an aircraft, but we believe what the little, you know, hot flight attendant or dinosaur comes across the little intercom and, and reminds us federal law. Federal law. It's not a law. There's never been a federal law passed that says that you must wear a mask <laughs> on an aircraft, but all of us are like, oh, oh federal law. Oh, better cover my nostrils. Oh, yes. And let me make sure that my two-year-old, who, you know, can't even get boogers in their nostrils uh, for longer than five minutes, let's make sure they are, you know, imprisoned with a face mask or they run the risk of being booted off the aircraft and traumatized for the rest of their lives. Sure. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And after all, the flight attendant said it was the law. And more people on that aircraft than not will comply. It'd be wonderful, I think, to see an entire aircraft just be like, fuck it. I left the F off. But I mean it. You know what I mean? And I mean what I say. So there. Yes, I I would love for an entire aircraft, like someone record this. Of the, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this, I want to take this opportunity to remind you that we are very grateful that you spend an inordinate amount of money to fly on our, you know, cattle cars. And by the way, make sure that your face masks, according to federal law, are up over your little nostrils or we will come and wake you. Yep. I'd love to see an entire flight be like, shove it. Can you imagine 300 passengers just like, mm, no, we're good. What you going to do with that? You know, at least wait till you're about, I don't know, 37, 32,000 feet in the air. And then just collectively, you know, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I would absolutely participate with that. And that's fine. You want to land us somewhere else? Okay, that's cool. That's a risk I'm willing to take. Because you know why? I live in reality. And again, you cannot be risk averse and live in reality. You cannot live in the truth and be risk averse. You can't. They're not congruent. And you cannot serve two masters because you're going to starve one and feed the other. You're going to ace you're going to say amen to one and yeah but to another. And the church has literally just robbed the entire nation and multiple generations of living according to the truth, aka reality we've fallen into a very deep slumber and when i watch my country as well as others oh my gosh the people of australia are you kidding me i mean i watch what's what's happening and i'm like well okay i mean that appears to be their reality right people being chokeholded and shoved to the ground and beaten in the head and women being manhandled. Man, you liberals cannot believe you're not standing in allegiance with our brothers and sisters in 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 uh in Australia. But no, because masks and the lies have become the religion. But this is nothing new because lies and the liar in chief has always been um an an, an alternate religion. And you know what's interesting? I don't hear the satanic church standing up against these mandates either. Constitution and Jesus and all of that be damned according to their church. I'm just saying, I don't see them standing up and their number one tenet, 
their number one tenet is, is basically do what you will. It's I, me, and my. It's your will. So where are you? Why aren't you locking arms with the rest of liberty-minded individuals? Why is that? Is that faith just not congruent with liberty? Or are you uh, closet sadists who uh, posture as superior than Christians and the rest of the the rest of the world? I'm asking a very serious question, and I know some of you are Satanists who listen to my show, and that's fine. I'm not scared of you. I don't hate you. You know, I'm not even convinced you're going to hell because I have no idea what God's going to do in your life once most of us get finished praying for you. Hopefully it's redeem you. So that's cool. And I can't tell you how many Satanists I've actually had conversations with and and direct messaging and, you know, Luciferians, uh, you know, in, in terms of that's their master, right? That's the, they, they, uh, yield their lives and their members of their bodies to the kingdom of darkness. Well, I've done that. Not, not like in a satanic ritual, but uh, anytime I've ever yielded my mind or my the members of my body uh, to something called sin, <laughs> falling short of the glory of God, right? Yielding my little G God status to his big G-O-D status. Anytime I haven't done that, and it's me, 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 I, 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 my, my, mine, I am actually adhering to the tenets of the Satanic Church. And so are you. See, I told you it was going to get uncomfortable. Because speaking the truth, a.k.a. reality, is not for the risk of ours. So there, I got to tell you, I took the past couple of days, and it was so, there was so much in the news cycle that it was such a barrage, and I, and I, and I saw it for what it was, and there, there are days that I'll jump out there on something and just be like, okay, let's, let's, let's attack this, let's address this, but there's been so much with regard to Arizona, and, you know, the lies coming out of, um, you know, certain entities and people who know for sure they would go to prison, and they likely will go to prison once this is adjudicated. And I am 150,000% certain that God is not going to allow uh, justice to be perverted or otherwise averted uh, much longer. And that's because of my faith. I 100% believe that. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I am convinced it is going to happen because historically that's been his character and he's not a man that he should start lying now. So I 100% believe that Arizona and other states are going to uh, domino. Now, what does that mean? No one really knows. No one really knows what that's going to mean for the country. But here's what I can tell you. I can tell you that we are admonished to be like the ant, right? The ant builds her community, builds her home. Right? Always picking up little storage, little crumbs, little pieces from our picnics. Right? The ant, the, think about the bee, always building hives, right? Look at the squirrels that are getting ready to start running around with nuts in their mouths. And why is that? Because they know the winter's coming. 
So while I just last evening was admonished to, you know, make sure that from my position in the body of Christ, that I'm standing firmly where God has planted me with relation to my calling, my office in the government of God, in the government of the kingdom of God, I also know that there is a practical, there's a practical, there's a practical earthly side to the spiritual governance of God. Now, Jesus said, you can speak to that storm just like I did and tell that sucker to move. You can speak to that mountain. You can speak to the fig tree. You can cause things back to life. You can call them, you can call them to death. We have that power in our mouths, all of us. The power of life and death is, sits right between your lips. So it'd be amazing to see what would happen if all of us collectively, with the grain of a mustard seed, had enough faith, just that much faith, just that much. Like we're not talking, well, I don't know if you know God didn't heal my brother's cancer, so I don't know. No, I'm talking the grain of a mustard seed of all of us collectively. You know, a lot of you believe in this collective consciousness, right? Unity. One blood, which we all do have one blood, by the way. There's only one race, so there. Um, But it'd be amazing to see what kind of a mountain we could move in this nation. (laughs) If all of us collectively, with our mouths, started casting these mountains into the sea. All the lies. All the lies. There are no such things as, as mask mandate laws. There are no mask laws. What's a mandate? It's a suggestion. It's like yellow light. Right? You slow down, eh, didn't make it, keep rolling, right? Sometimes it's safer to just roll through that sucker than to slam on your brakes. I wish some of you would figure that out. It's not a law. And what you should be paying attention to are the laws that others are actually trying to skirt through, such as red flag laws. And I know some of you are up in arms. Again, all this busted out yesterday between Arizona, red flag laws. What else was there? The border, more mandate, uh, oh my gosh, uh, New York healthcare workers at, you know, gone en masse. Uh, And you got to know that we're talking about New York. So I want you to think about how many of those folks could have actually been Republicans or Trump supporters. (laughs) So when you look at that, you're like, hmm, maybe, maybe they know something we don't. Well, no, it's not that we don't know it because Dr. Simone Gold, frontline doctors, countless other physicians. I've had physicians on my own show. Wonderful, versed in vaccines and the FDA approval process and all of that. Uh, you know, spike proteins and, and how things break down on a cellular level and magnet all this, you name it. We've had it. We've talked about it. We've talked, we have talked about it. And, uh, and for some reason, some people look at that and they just, you got to know if it's labeled as potential misinformation, that it's probably truth, AKA reality. I mean, if you ever needed a barometer for the truth, just look to your social media champions to tell you what's a lie and you know for a fact that it's it's the truth. I mean, we could keep this super, you know, coloring in the lines, you know, color by number, two plus two is four. It's so easy, so easy, so that it's not confusing. But see, the enemy sends down a barrage of things to confuse you. I mean, I get like this vision of watching uh, sparklers fall from the heavens. And there's so many, you know, the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in air. That, 
right? I just see the enemy lobbing bombs left and right, left and right. And there's so much going on that it's meant to disorient you. It is meant to spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, completely disorient you. And I got to tell you guys something. I have made many years worth of analogies with regard to being a pilot and being um, IFR instrument um, uh, flight rated. And, and, but most of us in the church particularly have been flying, you know, with uh, VFR visual only, like whatever we can see, that's really what we believe. But if you're going to walk and walk with any form of authority or power in the kingdom and in the name of our father in this earth during these times of major upheaval and demonic exploitation of our willful ignorance and our slumber and being entertained to death and partnering and holding hands and playing okie doke and twinkle toes and footsies with the world, you're going to have to open your eyes to what is real and you're going to have to get into your word of God daily in order to learn how to fly with your instrument called God. It is not going to get better before it gets worse. And I don't say that as a doomsdayer or, you know. No, what I'm saying is the days are evil. President Trump, he could come back, hallelujah, wonderful, brouhaha, all that good stuff, right? Or someone greater than President Trump. I don't know. Who knows what could happen? Or maybe we're stuck with this mess for who knows how long, right? And we never have another free and fair selection, Who knows? But I know this, your enemy, our enemy will never slumber. And the times are wicked. And even if you got your beloved President Trump back, he is not our savior. Clearly, clearly, Congress, clearly not our saviors. The law, our constitution can't even save us. The judiciary gone can't save us. Cannot save us, but I'll tell you who can, and I'll tell you who already has, and I'll tell you who already has the authority and the jurisdiction, our Father who art in heaven, whose name is sacred, his kingdom come, and his will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, Father, our daily bread, our daily spiritual food, our daily spiritual healing, our physical healing, our mental healing, our national healing predicated upon your word. Forgive us, Lord, as we forgive others who have trespassed against us. And there's so many of them we can't even keep count. They've betrayed our trust, our nation, our constitution, our flag, everything we stand for, everything that's pure and good and honest. They've been bought and sold as slaves on a political market. And now they want to buy and sell us. Lead us not into temptation, Father. We know you won't because your word says that you do not tempt man of evil. And deliver us from the wicked one, which you've already done. That is the authority with which we are called to occupy this land. And I don't care where you're listening in from. You're in Australia, that's your authority. You're a Christian, that's your authority. You're born again, 
You walk with the Spirit of God inside of that vessel of yours called a dust bowl, a body. That's your authority. I didn't write it, but I believe it. And so when I look around and I see all of the turmoil and the angst and the anguish, and I got to tell you, the other day, it was so bad in my house. Look, don't think I've got this thing mastered, but boy, when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of me and I rise up out of my bed, look out. And there are just some days, man, when I know I got to shut it down. I got to close the shades, get up in my bed with my computer that spies on me like all yours do too. My little Mac, right, that knows everything I do, when I do it, how I do it, with whom I do it, who I don't, you know, for how long, all that. What I watch, what I don't, my files, the cloud. (laughs) The spy channel called the cloud, right? I mean, yep, and I get out my little Mac and... Then you go to Netflix where everybody knows for sure what you're doing, right? And all those little algorithms and they ship on over to the to the powers that be to know what our psyches are, to see what's working. Oh, they're watching contagion. That must mean they're fearful. Keep going. Keep going with the narrative. Keep pushing out the mandate narrative. Keep pushing out fake deaths. Keep pushing out TikTok videos sponsored by the CCP of people falling out in the streets, which never happened. Yeah, see, it's all an algorithm, and they do stalk you. Absolutely, I totally 100% jive with that prophet who said that. I can't his name escapes me at the moment. But I absolutely believe it, and I know I can see it, and I have friends that can attest to it, and I've shared it with you. It, it be what it be. But yeah, I, man, I shut down the shades. I shut down my phone. I light a candle. I get up in my bed, and I just... I'm chilling because I got to check out from all this craziness. For just, I got to regroup. I say my prayer. You know, I'm not always fasting and praying and, you know, I don't have all my sackcloth and all of that, but I am constantly praying in my spirit, in my head as I'm driving around, as I'm cleaning the house, as I'm preparing for whatever. Constantly praying, constantly in communication with God, like, okay, what the heck? <laughs> or please remind me of your word or he'll drop a word in my spirit. And I'll go look it up and I'm like, bam, there it is. There's my word. And I'm going to share the word that dropped in my spirit this morning with you guys because I think it will bless you. And I know it'll bless you because as soon as I got out of my prayer time this morning and took to Twitter and dropped a bomb on Twitter, um, it blessed many of you. And I was like, oh, well, there you go. Praise God. <clears throat> Excuse me, because had you caught me on Monday, my tweet would not have been a blessing because I was all up in my flesh, just like the rest of you get. So. You got to take some time for yourself. You have to unplug from this crazy. You have to get back to what's real, what's right in front of you. Trying to figure out who screwed who over, who's who's a good candidate, who's not. Are we going to take the house back? Can they really do this? Uh, is Schumer going to botch the uh, the uh, whatever? Yeah, that um, I got doppelganger in my head. Um, you know, it, 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 does he really have that authority? What really happened on January sixth? You know, is President Trump coming back? Uh, you know, all these things. Are they coming for our guns? Well, and but speaking of, before I read this other thing to you, I, I want to tell you all something. I could not possibly be more serious about this along the lines of what I just said about al- algorithm stalking you. Okay. I saw an advertisement for a podcast just yesterday. And I'm assuming this person is a conservative. I do not recall his name, so I won't call him out. Nor would I do that anyway. It's not really my style. Um, But 
I will say, and I, and I've tweeted about this today. Now, listen, some of you are like, Oh, we got to get all black market. We got to go underground. I'm like, nobody's going underground. What do you need to go underground for? Are you doing something illegal? Why would you need to sell guns on, on a black market? Why would you need to do that? Unless your state requires you to have a license and to register and all that stuff. And God help you if you live in that kind of a state. But I don't, listen, some of you get on my, on my profile and you start talking about all kinds of burning stuff down. We're going to go blow it all out. And I'm like, please don't come to my wall talking about that because I have enough eyeballs on my social media campaigns that am my life as it is. And so I don't need that kind of rhetoric. I enjoy being on the air. I enjoy being a free person. Excuse me. And I really don't subscribe to violence. And let me tell you something. We get another nation on this soil or we get some marauders that are floating through my city trying to come into my house. Uh, You can bet your your butt and everything else and the house and all of your arsenal that old homegirl over here, if I'm stuck in the city, I'm coming out shooting. But you're talking about your neighbors, fellow Americans, these crazy ass Congress people who couldn't fight their way or, or legislate their way out of a paper bag. Right. What are you talking about? What are you talking about right now? Like, why do you even talk like that online? Much less drop that kind of stuff on my page. (laughs) So knock it off. I don't subscribe to it. I have never encouraged it ever. So I don't like it now. And it brings unnecessary, unwarranted attention from people who are just looking for you to even say the word Jesus. They're looking for you to say the, t- the term freedom, literally stalking you in algorithms. Oh, Monica said the word, she said freedom five times. Guess what that means? Psst, there she goes. She's on the DHS, you know, domestic terror list. <laughs> this is how crazy people are these days. Do, you, do y'all hear me? So quit talking like that. Now listen, what I'm telling you is that there's this podcast Right. And this dude wanted to try to convince you to download some kind of an app that's so convenient because everything's convenient. Right. It's all about convenience. And that's what they've done. They have entertained us and convenienced us and lulled us right out of our liberties. And we're over here just pissed off as the day is long. And it's like, no, there's a way for you to stop the madness. One of the ways you stop that as you're watching red flag laws be pushed through. Congress signed by Republicans because see, this is what the Democrat, everybody does this, by the way, not just Democrats, they leverage legislation. So it's like, Oh, you want this? Oh, you want to be able to feed your people in your district? Well, here, here, let me slide this across the table. Wink, wink. We're going to need you to sign off on this. Mm, No, or we're not going to give you the seeds so you can plant a harvest for your, for your little village. Cause you have a bunch of little village tyrants running around your capital holding you hostage and they leverage the people that you elect. That's how that works. And I know you're smarter than your average fifth grader. So of course, you know that that's that's how that works. So when you're like, I can't believe so-and-so signed off on a red flag law so much for him. I thought he served. Yeah. Well, what was the leverage? How did they exploit him? How did they extort him? Was it by promising something else? You know, these are the things that I told you just a few, few, just last week. 
start getting groups of people together who will actually read through the entire bills. Yeah, I know it's a lot. And let me tell you, your legislators are obviously not doing that. Matter of fact, fun fact, for those of you who are so excited because you live in the free land of Florida, (laughs) what a honeypot that place could turn out to be. Holy crap. Talk about just, you know, just getting everyone in a barrel in Florida. Y'all are like, we're going to run over here and run over there. I think I'm starting to understand what the Bible meant by in the latter days. Uh, they're going to tell you that Jesus is over here. No, he's over there. No, Jesus is over here. The Christ is over there. And, you know, and Jesus ain't no more down here on this earth than a man on the moon. He's seated up at the right hand of the Father, and we are with him in spirit. So there. But y'all, some of y'all think Ron DeSantis is Jesus. Like he walks on some kind of, you know, uh, uh, de- desalinated water. I mean, seriously, it's kind of funny to watch, especially (laughs) knowing that in this massive bill that he signed not long ago, he gave himself the authority to mandatorily vaccinate every last one of you. Surprise! And so it's like you got to get your eyes back on things that are real. That are real. Who knows? Who knows if we're all living through a LARP right now? Who knows if these are all just paid actors, all of them, every last one of them? Who knows? And they're paid actors, but they're stooges and they're pawns. And someone else is is manipulating and maneuvering and, you know, the puppet masters. Who knows? We don't know, but I'll tell you this. You have a very real piece of legislation that, ju- well, a law. Literally, now this is a law. This is not a mandate, by the way. Y'all need to go check out that last thing that Governor DeSantis signed off on. Your, uh, your great, your great Hispanic hope. Yep. And so, yeah, if the, if something is deemed an emergency, there you have a health emergency. Guess who gets to determine whether or not you are mandatorily uh, vaccinated? That's right, good old Ron. Did you know that? No, because no one bothered to read the legislation. And then for those of us who actually told you what was happening. Y'all were so distracted by so many other things because, you know, the bombs bursting in air. And so this dude wants you on this app. I'm back to the podcast. This dude is selling you an app. Now, something you should know about applications. Most of them are not, are not housed, if you will, here in the United States. So what does that mean? All of your data is being aggregated overseas by people who um, do not have your best intentions uh, at heart or your, or your best, sorry, I just got a call. They do not have your best interests rather at heart. Now think about how dangerous it is for other countries to have access to your personal information, but see, we're accustomed to it because we're just like, well, damn, in order to have access, I'm gonna have to check this box, right? Do you agree to our terms of service? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I've done it too because it's like 2,000 pages long, kind of like legislation. So you just check the box. So you get on the freaking app so you can have some convenience, right? Well, we have to stop doing that because this is now called guerrilla warfare. (laughs) And what do I mean by that? Again, not calling people to black markets and, you know, shooting sprees and other crazy stuff that people love to espouse uh, to folks on the right, which is absolutely just nuts, nuts, propaganda rhetoric, crazy stuff. That is not what I'm doing. What I'm telling you is that in guerrilla warfare, you know, President Trump practiced this rhetoric for four years, and I absolutely bought it, where he was like, why does Obama always tell our enemies what he's doing? 
what we're doing. You know, we're not going to tell our enemies what we're doing. We're just going to do it, right? Well, see, we are extremely colonial in this way. We're very British in this way in that we, and I've said this for no less than the past, you know, 15 years of my life, whenever it comes to contending with enemies of ideas, of policy, of freedom, you know, of peace, of unity, of uh, equality, all of that when it comes to, you know, in safety, when it comes to dealing with the enemies of all of that, you know, people like to get out here and wave their flags and champion what they're really going to do. And, and like the Brits would legitimately march five, five paces, you know, five steps, all dressed in white and red and got their big old mullet, right? And then they announce that they're going to kneel. Well, hell, you had the revolutionaries that were like all friggin' William Wallace out, right? Just just nasty hat and bathe. They, they got on whatever, raccoon hats, you know, looking just like they just jumped out of a dumpster. And But they knew how to fight. They're like, Psh, we're back here in the bushes. We're in the trees. You know, well, uh, no, we're not just going to, okay, one, two, three, four, five, kneel, aim, fire, and that's just like funny to me. I know it's a gentlemanly way to fight, but it's just stupid. It's just dumb. And I've never fought on a battlefield and it's just dumb. Okay. And so we are literally living in times where you know how your enemy gets to you. You know how we ended up with this election mess. You know how we ended up with every nobody you, knowing what the hell they are by their sex and their color and equity and, you know. Oh my gosh, it is insane how we've ended up here. Technology, hello. So this dude wants you to 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 use an app to upload all of your guns and your ammo. And it's it's under the auspices of, this is awesome. It's because it, it helps you remember if you've made, if you've, if you've maintained your guns, if you, have you cleaned your gun? There's going to be a, a little alarm that, see how helpful that is? It's kind of like weight loss right? How do people know what type of additives to keep putting in our food that's really not good for us? And listen, I don't have a tinfoil hat anywhere near me. I really don't. But how do they know to keep doing that? Because they know what we're addicted to. Super simple. And so how do they know that? Because we tell them. We tell them by our purchases. We tell them by our phones, our computer time, all of it. Our likes, our thumbs up, thumbs down, right? Our retweets. Mm Hmm? That's how. So I had to laugh out loud when I saw this. And then I got really serious because I was like, you're dealing in guerrilla warfare, fellas, and so, and gals. So if you have weapons and you have red flag laws where you're, you literally have a Department of Homeland Security right now. And I realized that I'm kind of running uh, parallel to this narrative of theirs. So listen, if you see something that is legitimately like, hmm, that looks like it could cost lives. I should probably turn that in to the Department of Homeland Security. Or your neighbor has legitimately been talking about blowing things or people up. You should probably, uh, you know, not waste any time with with that type of rhetoric. You know, keep your eye on that person. And, you know, but this whole campaign of do they have an American flag on the back of their truck? Do they, re- do they wear red? Have you seen them in a picture at a Trump rally? Do you watch their posts? Some of you feel, some of you are like, you know, Dick Tracy's of the world now. You've been weaponized by the DOJ and you think you're doing a great thing. Or you know some of your neighbors who who behave that way, right? I'm going to save the country by turning in Christian Trump supporters. And that's what you're being programmed to believe. 
or people who won't wear their masks, people who don't believe in vaccinations. Now all of a sudden we're public enemy number one. The next thing we're going to do is try to pit the vaccinated against the unvaccinated. And I don't fall for any of that because I'm like, if you want to get a shot in your butt or your arm, go for it. Just leave me alone. I'm not here to shame you or otherwise judge your health, your health choices. That's you. It's between you and your creator, not me. Unless you're part of my family. And then I have a lot to say about it. So all that to say, do you think it's a good idea? I'm just going to ask you this. Do you, do you, do you think it's a good idea for you to download an app into your phone and start taking pictures of all of your guns and your ammo? Does that sound like, you know, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? What's a good analogy to that? I mean, does that, does that sound like it could be trusted? Does that sound like that was created to help you stay on top of maintaining your weapons? <laughs> I mean, it all sounds so good, doesn't it? It does. I get it. And it's so easy. You know, I was going to do this intermittent fasting thing. It's like a buck 99, whatever. And I'm thinking, hmm, it's just another app. It's another entry point. Again, I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer. I have been known to wrap my phone in, you know, the microwave before, but um, I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer. I am not Alex Jones and others, and God bless Alex and whatever the heck it is that he does, but that's not me. I'm not jumping from couches and screaming with, you know, blood vessels popping out of my neck and my forehead. I'm a very sober-minded individual who loves my country. I actually love law and order. I love the Constitution, and I love our law enforcement. I love borders. I love God. I love you. You know, you love me. We're a big freaking happy purple dinosaur family and all that good stuff. I don't believe in fear mongering or terror mongering or any of that. It's ridiculous. And it's part of the enemy's kingdom. I'm not suspicious of people. I'm just not, I'm not going to be, uh, corralled into this dissonant space, you know, where we become so feeble and so weak. We're, I mean, right now, you guys, let's face it. We're like a nation. I just said this the other night. We're like a nation of veal, right? Of little baby calves. We just haven't been able to stand up on our feet. because You know why? Because we have an app for that. We have Google to tell us how to think and what to think and when to think it and what we shouldn't think. Yeah, we have other things that tell us that too. And then everything is convenient. Everything is easy. And I'm telling you guys, I think life is about to get extraordinarily inconvenient. And so whenever I say prepare, I'm not, I'm not talking about, oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's imminent death, hell, and destruction. What I'm saying is that right now, because of the barometer of the country, anything's possible. It just is. You could literally stick your finger in your mouth and put it out in the wind and get on Twitter or Facebook or whatever the heck you guys are on and just scroll through about the first 10 people and you will see that the country and everything this regime is doing to squash the country is bringing us to some kind of a massive boiling point. And that really is very strategic. Some of you get upset because, you know, I keep calling for peace. You're like, what are we supposed to keep peace, Monica? I'm like, well, I, you know, I don't know. Again, I, I, I ask a very simple question. For those of you who are very excited about utilizing your Second Amendment and, and, and brushing out those gun safes, right? My question to you is always, okay, so who, who do you go after first exactly? Have you thought this through? No, you haven't. And you know one of the reasons why you don't think it through? I'm going to tell you why. Because 
we're very emotional in that too. It's just part of the, we call, you know, we got, you'd be calling them psyops and that's fine. It is a psychological operation, but it's a spiritual operation first. And the only reason a psyop works on you is because you do not have spiritual footing. And anytime I recognize that this crap is starting to work on me, I will stop, drop and roll. And I will cut myself off from all communication. I will not be online. I don't do a podcast. I don't look through the news. I don't, I don't, I don't answer emails. None of it. Because it's just too much. I get quiet. I get before the Lord. I search the word. He ministers to my soul. He sends wisdom as he promised to do whenever you ask for it. And he's awesome. And I get up from that time refreshed, reminded, um, you know, repaired, all of it. And then I can get out here and not be afraid of my neighbors. I don't even have to be afraid of this crazy regime or a department of injustice. None of that. A rogue military jabbing our men and women right now or di- or dishonorably discharging them. I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. Your military, our military is not has no honor at this point. It doesn't. The upper brass, anyone mandating that someone is vaccinated by measures of something that is completely un- unconstitutional as it relates to uh, maintaining your cellular humanity. I realize whenever you sign up in the military, you basically become their property. It's kind of like signing a record contract. I get it. But understanding the composition of some of these vaccines, according to experts I've had on my show and I've listened to as well. There's nothing constitutional about these vaccinations. Nothing. And it is a complete affront that we have leadership in prison. That dude is in the brig. He is, he, the, the, the man who, um, uh, who, who, you know, called everybody into ta- uh, to task just last week, and now his name escapes me. He's sitting in prison because he spoke out, and because I guess he went against a, a court order not to get online, and he did anyway, because they want to shut him up. You have 19, 20-year-old kids right now crapping their pants because they don't know what to do. They've, you know, their, their, their idea of what they thought, oh, this is so hard for me to say. Because there's nothing more devastating to the human spirit than putting so much faith into something or someone and having it or them fail you. And your eyes open to the reality. And that's why speaking the truth is so dangerous because it is a double-edged sword. And if your identity is in anything other than your creator and his son, you absolutely run the risk of being tossed to and fro in this crazy world. And the systems in the, in the, the systems and the, and the institutions that we have held so dear that have been our national identity They have failed us and they continue to fail us. And you have got to recognize that America. And you have to take that that recognition and the grief and the anger that comes with all of that and being bamboozled. You feel like you've been bamboozled 
you have to take all of that to the cross of Christ because it's too heavy for you to bear by yourself. And if we're all clamoring and clutching for each other during this time without first going to the author of this nation, we will fail. That is an assured outcome. And I realize failure is subjective. Some of you just want it to stop. You just want the bleeding to stop. You would do anything to just make it stop. You would do anything to go back to what it was last year or two years ago. But we're not going back. And you're going to have to take the reality pill that we're not going back. Because the system is broken. And it's been broken. And it's ugly. And it stinks. And it's vile. And it's perverse. And it's hateful. And it's oppressive. But it is what it is. And I know some of you don't like that adage, but it is exactly what it is. And worse, it's worse than what God has even allowed us to see so far. I will never forget the Holy Spirit showing me in the fall of 2016. When all of this, was it 2016? I'm trying to remember when all the all the, the the murmurings and the grumblings of the Pizzagate stuff came out. And I don't really follow a lot of that. So I know that's part of the Q culture. But I just remember going, what the heck is a Pizzagate? And I had just started in radio. And well, no, it was about a year into radio. And I'm like, what in the world? And I look this stuff up and I'm mortified. And it hits me. Like, as sure as I'm talking to you, like God just... Drops in my spirit, Monica. If I showed you all how bad it really is at one time, your hearts would fail you as a nation. And I was like, good grief, what does that mean? And I just kind of tucked it away. You know, I was like, all right, well, maybe I ate too much pizza last night. I don't know. You know, you know how we do. And it's like, was that God? And I have never forgotten that. And I know that was God because as things have continued to roll out and again, I don't, I'm not part of Q channels. I, you know, I'm not part of Q groups. I've, I've watched the documentary that was out uh, a while ago. You know, I'm, I'm up on the basics of some of that, but um, you know, I don't, I don't lead a Q group. I, um, you know, I lead a T group, I guess, a truth group. And so, but with that, I think there are some things within that paradigm that are probably not far off the mark. And I know that by virtue of people in my circle who are sources who rescue children from slavery, from, I've also administered to uh, adults who survived satanic ritual abuse. So it's very real. You know, I used to talk about that on the air. People thought I was a, a a cyclops. I mean, they thought I was nuts. I was a heretic, right? And now all the stuff is coming out. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, that is actually real. It's real. There, there. Blood is 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 required for sacrifice. Hence Jesus. <laughs> so 
So we make it all spooky. And it's like, no, I mean, this is spiritual warfare. This is how war is, is fought in the spirit through blood, through sacrifice of some kind. Usually blood. Because Satan's like, hold my beer. I'm going to, you know, exalt my throne above yours. And God's like, well, fun fact, I got the whole vineyard. And I will always be above you. <laughs> so here we are in the middle of a massive family spiritual feud. But I need you to recognize just how bad it is. Not to lose heart. Not to faint. Not to grow weary. But to turn to our only hope, which is our Father. (laughs) And to get into His Word in order to plant your feet solidly. Get out of your technology. Get off of your digital spaces with all of your information. (laughs) Your information. You know, God knows you. He knows every hair on your head. And He doesn't use it against you. He's not stalking you. He gave you free will. Now I want you to think about that. We've all laughed and we joke and we mock the fact that every time we get online, you know, if I said booger, you know, there'll be an ad for baby wipes. As soon as I get off this broadcast, if my phone picked it up and if I log on to something, you know, or I go to Google to, or DuckDuckGo to look, not really with DuckDuckGo, but with Google for sure, because that's how that whole thing is synced, right? There'll be something for, you know, boogers, because that's how that works. That is stalking you. That is that is monitoring your conversations. And we've just kind of been like, oh, well, that's just how it is. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. And if you're going to win this battle for your freedom, it can't be that way. I have some exciting news coming up next month. And uh, I cannot tell you what it is just yet. But it's going to be really good, and you're not going to want to miss it, and you're definitely going to want to be a part of it. And um, and it's all God. Every bit of it is God. So I need you to pray for me and my endeavors, for my safety, for ingenuity, for, you know, all God things. And if you don't pray for me, that's fine, because I know God's got my back. And for all of you witchcrafty people, you know, knock it off, because I send your curses back to you. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. And it's, you know, none of that stuff is spooky. It just is what it is. I want to read something to you that apparently inspired many of you today. And I'm glad that it did because God inspired me. Something that my, my producer told me very early on in my career was, you know, Monica, people during crazy times just need to know that they're okay. And they need to be given permission to feel what they feel. And they don't even know what to feel. They know they don't feel okay. And they know something's not right. But a lot of people can't articulate that. And they're not even sure that it's okay. Right? And I've never forgotten that. And there's a reason that my station would call me in during a crisis. Because I'm not really, I'm not a hysterical person. Um, I'm not a panicky person in crisis. Again, I can have my days where I'm like, everybody buzz off, you know, I need to just, uh, isolate and hunker down. But when there's a crisis, yeah, I'm not that person of hysteria. So, um, we're in a crisis. This is a national crisis that we're living through. 
And it's not going to be the end of the line for our country, I don't believe. I think our country stands uh, a very real chance of altering um, for the good. But I think if you're going to be a peacemaker and not a peacekeeper, it is going to cost us. And I don't know what that's going to look like. I have no idea. But it's costing a lot of people in New York right now their jobs. It's costing a lot of military personnel their pensions. I mean, their entire, they're, they're being dishonorably discharged after serving this nation in uniform, vowing themselves to the Constitution for 30, 40 years. I mean, you're talking like super duper lifetimers, right? And they're involved in all kinds of contract work and this and that. And they're just like, I'm out. I'm out. Not going to do it. Not going to be a part of it. I mean, that's crazy. You've got lifers in there, man. 20, got 20, 20 years of service and walking away from all of it. Now imagine how awful that must feel considering, you know, what a high ground we have um, always, well, not always. I mean, I think about our Vietnam vets. Golly, that is a sin, how they were treated. Total sin. Disgusting how they were treated. And so, and how they're still treated. I mean, awful. But think about that. For the, by and large, I mean, we've, there's always kind of been this budgetary push and pull between military spending and whatnot. Um, but when it comes to how we, the regard in, to which we, uh, in which we hold our military personnel, it's a pretty high regard. Right. I mean, there's an honor. I mean, I know I think people thank you for your service if I see them in uniform. And so there's a pride that comes with that. There's an honor. There's valor. There's, you know, so many great things that come with that. And at the same time, you know, for that identity to just be stripped and robbed from someone. I'm going to tell you something. Your identity, first of all, is greater than that uniform. It's greater than this flag. If this country ceased to exist tomorrow, we were blown off the map, but some of us were, you know, the remnant, whatever, and we end up in other lands. Does your identity go away? No. If you were birthed in and from the kingdom of freedom, that can never be taken away from you. Your nation can dissolve and be taken away from you. And that is a very sad thing. And it's happened all throughout history, as you know. But your identity as a God-inspired and God-birthed creation, bound for liberty and not slavery of any kind, that is your identity. So today, I tweeted and I said, good morning, I want you to be encouraged. What you're feeling is normal. What you think is nuts is nuts. What you know is fake and illegal is fake and illegal. What is outrageous is outrageous. You are not crazy. You are not a villain. Keep your courage. We're going to need it. And that's what I want to leave you guys with tonight. Keep your courage. We're going to need it. And I'm also going to read Psalm 31. 
Psalm 31, and I'm going to read. Um, there you go. I'm going to read all of it, and I'm going to read it from the message because I, um, for some of you, it's just it's easier to uh, digest, and that's okay. All right. So a David Psalm, Psalm 31, and this is the message version. Okay. I run to you, God. I run for dear life. Don't let me down. Take me seriously this time. Get down on my level and listen, and please, no procrastination. Your granite cave, a hiding place. Your high cliff, airy, a place of safety. Your cave, you're my cave to hide in, my cliff to climb. Be my safe leader. Be my true mountain guide. Free me from hidden traps. I want to hide in you. I've put my life in your hands. You won't drop me and you'll never let me down. I hate all this silly religion, but you, God, I trust. I'm leaping and singing in the circle of your love. You saw my pain. You disarmed my tormentors. You didn't leave me in their clutches, but gave me room to breathe. Be kind to me, God. I'm in deep, deep trouble again. I've cried my eyes out. I feel hollow inside. My life leaks away, groan by groan. My years fade out in sighs. My troubles have worn me out, turned my bones to powder. To my enemies, I'm a monster. I'm ridiculed by the neighbors. My friends are horrified. They cross the street to avoid me. They want to blot me from memory, forget me like a corpse in a grave, discard me like a broken dish in the trash. The street talk gossip has me criminally insane. Behind locked doors, they plot how to ruin me for good. Desperate, I throw myself on you. You are my God. Hour by hour, I place my days in your hand, safe from the hands out to get me. Warm me, your servant, with a smile. Save me because you love me. Don't embarrass me by not showing up. I've given you plenty of notice. Embarrass the wicked. Stand them up. Leave them stupidly shaking their heads as they drift down to hell. Gag those loudmouth liars who heckle me, your follower, with jeers and catcalls. What a stack of blessing you have piled up for those who worship you, ready and waiting for all who run to you to escape an unkind world. You hide them safely away from the opposition as you slam the door on those oily, mocking faces. You silence the poisonous gossip. Blessed God, his love is the wonder of the world. Trapped by a siege and I panicked. Out of sight, out of mind, I said, but you heard me say it. You heard and listened. Love God, all you saints. God takes care of all who stay close to him. But he pays back in full those arrogant enough to go it alone. Be brave, be strong, don't give up. Expect God to get here soon. I love you guys. Hope you have a good night. Be back with you tomorrow, God willing. 
be good to your neighbor beginning in your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.